Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your co-host, Angie Rogers Howell. Now, what is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. All right. Who do we have on the show today? Well, today our guest is Liz Ludwig from Muncie Power Products. Back in the day, you used to be a youth pastor's wife, right? I did, yes. Hard to believe, I know. (laughs) So you had to deal with uh, these youth group kids, right? Yep, youth group kids. So if I remember anything about youth group, and I barely went, but every now and then I'd go to a lockout or something with a friend of mine. A lockout or a lock-in? A lock-in, yes. They were never locked out. Okay. (laughs) Like, you guys did it wrong if it was a lockout. (laughs) But, of course, they played games. Yes. And... They were always kind of gross. Yeah. Well, I did, well, the classic, I think, which you probably don't know, but Chubby Bunny. Do you know what that is? (laughs) No, I know. You're like, huh? That sounds like something else. No, no. It's, it's, I think they actually stopped playing it in youth groups eventually because it was dangerous, but. um, Okay. Tell me why. You put a marshmallow in your mouth. Okay. You say Chubby Bunny. Not a big deal. Then you go to the next person. No, it's one person. One person. Does okay. it. I think you can do, you can get like five kids up in the front, right? Right. Everybody puts in one and they, and then you say chubby bunny, okay. right? Then you put in another number two, put it in your mouth. Everybody says chubby bunny. You keep going and going and going until if you get it too many in your mouth when you're like, and you can't like speak, you can't yeah. say it. So if you can't say chubby bunny, then you're out. So you keep going until the last person gets the most marshmallows in your mouth saying chubby bunny. It is gross because they're like, there's saliva I mean, there's spit point, everywhere. Right? Like they're <laughs> drooling. There's like half like half chewed up marshmallows. It's, just, it's so gross. And I'm pretty sure somebody probably choked and died. I don't know. And that's why they try. And that's not why to do they it. don't play it anymore. Uh, but we did that. We also one time we played Chubby Bunny with uh, atomic fireballs. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> I don't think that was a youth group sanctioned game. I think that's just some. So kids not only do you do have it. the saliva, you have the tears of yeah. mm-hmm. of a burning coming down. And wow. like little tiny atomic atomic fireballs that might like. Choke, choke you, choke you <laughs> to death. Uh, so I don't think that was an official youth group sponsored or sanctioned uh, game. I think we just kind of did it on our own. What are some of the other games you did? Okay. And then when I lived in California, I was in charge of a junior high group, um, which was fun because ju- I love junior hires. I think they're fun. Junior high. How old are they? Like sixth to eighth graders. Okay. Ninth graders, six, maybe. Six. I think I think ninth graders in California were still technically junior high. Whatever. Okay. okay. I don't know. Anyway, I love that age. I think it's fun. I think when you get into high school, then they're just jerk faces and everything. But, like, junior high kids are fun, and they're, like, so goofy and, like, innocent, but then also trying to be, like, a grown-up, and they can't figure it out. So it's, like, that weird little age that most people hate, but I love it. I think it's amazing. Give me a 12-year-old. I am down with that. I don't want a 16-year-old. That's fine. Anyway, uh, so I was in charge of the junior high youth group program. Okay. And we would play What'll You Do for a Buck? So what will you do for a dollar? Youth group kids. This sounds dangerous. Youth group, Christian little youth group kids will do a lot of dumb stuff for a dollar. So we played this one game where we took hot dogs. Okay. We cut them up, put them in a bowl, filled the bowl with ice. So there's like... Iced hot dogs. Iced hot dogs. And then you have to take your shoes off. Oh, no. And fish the hot dogs out of the ice with your toes. Okay. That doesn't sound too bad It's yet. gross. It's gross. Why is it gross? It gets even grosser because, so after the youth group kids are fishing all these things out with their toes and putting them off to the side, then somebody else will be like, if you give me another dollar, I'll eat them. Oh. 
And they did. They ate them. Like, hot, do- hot dogs and ice are gross, number one. Fished out by somebody's toes. Disgusting. And then somebody else is going to eat it. Gross. That sounds like a jackass stunt, you know? Yeah. I think maybe we got our ideas from jackass. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Um, another one was we would um, was what do you do for a buck? We took a McDonald's Happy Meal. Okay. So like a cheeseburger, French fries, and a Coke. I think I don't even think it was a milkshake. Um, put it in a blender, Ugh. and then you have to drink it. Uh, those challenges. Yeah. Where it's like. Yeah. You and make we had, a smoothie out of. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. but it didn't even have a. I think it was just Coke. It wasn't even like a milkshake, which might make so it. So it was just brown goo. That yeah, brown goo that you have to drink. Ugh. So yeah, that was gross, but. They did it, and they did it for a buck, and they kept coming back. Like, if it were me, I'd be scared away. I'm like, I'm not going to those. That, those people are weirdos. I'm not going back. <laughs> but they kept coming back, so I don't know. Tell me about lock-ins. Like, did you do any lock-ins? Oh, you were- we did so many lock-ins. I personally, as now as a grown-up, I hate lock-ins because I've been the adult <laughs> who has to stay awake and make sure, you know, nobody's doing bad things in the lock-in or whatever. Yeah. Um, but we would have lock-ins and it was California, so you got we went outside and played basketball at midnight or whatever. Okay. Which I'm sure in our residential neighborhood, our, neighbor, really our neighbors that. really loved us, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, they, we have lock-ins. They, we watch movies. Um, we would have now, our... Now, what kind of movies? Are we talking like... Oh, Jesus. Well, not Jesus movies. Really? Jesus movies or no. Veggie Tales or something like that? Well, Veggie Tales was like in college. We watched a lot of those in college. Yeah, and we've talked about that. Yeah, before. we've talked about that. But in my lock ins for like my youth, when I was a youth pastor's wife or whatever, we watched, I remember one year we watched A Walk to Remember, which was that Mandy Moore romantic oh, okay. comedy movie yeah. that makes everybody cry. So young adult. Young adult. Like, yeah. If it were today, it'd be like as Hunger long as Games it's or whatever. PG. PG. Nobody's like doing any bad stuff in it. There's no cursing or anything like that. Then we could watch that. And sometimes we did like Disney movies or whatever, which I don't know why anybody would want to sit around and watch like Aladdin or whatever, <laughs> but I guess we did. This is back in the 2000s. So yeah. I don't know. So we did that. And then one cool thing is we would have the dads, the youth group dads, parents come in the next morning and they would make breakfast for all the kids okay so they would they would make pancakes and sausages and all kinds of stuff and they would make breakfast for all the kids and then take everybody home afterwards so that was actually that was pretty cool lock-ins i think i play games and keep it pretty occupied and make sure nobody's making out in the bathrooms or whatever and it was in california so like it was we had portable buildings like those modular things or whatever so it's kind of like a campus it wasn't just like one big church it was several different rooms or whatever and our bathrooms were like a separate building so like you would have like the lock-in part going on over in this one portable building yeah but then if you had to go to the bathroom you had to go outside walk down i don't know a few feet or whatever anything can happen anything can happen between here and there (laughs) and then going into the bathroom and then coming back i mean that's a long time of unsupervised kids can get up to a lot of stuff so i was always like the bathroom monitor. Like, I... I can see that. Yeah. Of course You're I like, did. You're like, I think something can happen here. I'm going to keep my eyes I'm on going that. to. I am going to stand right here and be the sentry. No one will... No one will get past me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm sure I thwarted a lot of fun back in my day. Our guest today is... Liz Ludwig, who is the Executive Assistant and Special Events Coordinator at Muncie Power. 
Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm excited to be here. Hello, hello. Awesome. Well, to start us off, tell us a little bit about your background. I don't know really anything of what you do and where you came from. Go for it. Well, my very first executive assistant position was with First Merchants Bank. Oh, okay. Here I in town? Here in town. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. 201 East Jackson Street. All right. So right across the street from where I am now. So I began my career, and I only moved a block because now I'm ending my career at Muncie Power. Okay. Um, but I was the Now, wait a minute. How long, oh. how long do you have left? Oh, 14 plus months. I'm retiring months. in May of 2020. Not, okay. Not that yes. she's counting or anything. Not that I'm okay. counting. <laughs> no, because it's kind of mixed emotions. Yeah, you know? yeah. Excited to be home with the hubby, but yet I love my Muncie Power peeps. Yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 going to be a little tough, a little but that's tough. okay. That'll it's a good right. thing. It'll be it's a good, good thing, thing for you. Yeah. That's right. That's now, right. were you born and raised in Muncie? Where, where are you from? Yes, I'm proud to say I'm a 1976 graduate of Cowan oh, okay. High School, nice. Cowan Blackhawks. That was the year, my senior year, was when uh, Cowan beat both Muncie Central and Southside to take the sectional. Yes, I'm so, from Alexandria, where oh, okay. sectional was always a big deal. I know, and before we switched to like classic basketball and all that kind yeah, of stuff. It was so. in the good old days. It was the good old days. Yeah, High that's school right. basketball. That's <laughs> my first job i started with first merchants bank actually before i graduated from high school so in my okay. senior wow. year and i went after school and did the uh, what we now call mail merge type letters so the thank you for your oh, checking okay. account savings account cds that type of thing uh, for the president of the company and then they had a position opened for an assistant to the executive vice president of business development oh. so i was ex- i posted for that job and um, lo- loved working for Bob Park. So okay. Okay. many people in Muncie would remember mm-hmm. Bob Park. He worked there for years, forever. Um, but I loved it. My actu- Actually, when I was little, I wanted to be a rocket. That's oh, what nice. I really want. I wanted to go to New York. I wanted to be a rocket. Love tap dancing. But you had to be 5'6". You have to six. be tall. 5'6 yeah. is the shortest. And so that wasn't going to happen. That didn't happen. Okay. So first merchants <laughs> gave me a shot and I, I loved it. Well, awesome. So And I was also part of their special events. So parades, homecoming parades, or I was a clown. Um, helped decorate the branches for the holidays and different things. So that's where I kind of started with all that special stuff that I yeah. Still continue to do. Oh, fun. Oh, I was okay. an assistant to Mr. Kelly Stanley. Okay. Um, who is Casey Stanley's father. Mo- oh, you okay. know yeah, Casey. I know Casey. Yeah. Well, yeah. I worked for Kelly for 20 years. Oh, I was okay. his assistant when he was president and CEO of Ontario Corporation. Oh. So, and then went to Ball State for a short stint and uh, then ended up at Muncie Power Products. And I love Muncie Power. Fun. Yeah. How long have you been there? Nine years. Nine years. Nine, Nine years. years. Okay. All right. So, nice. loved every minute of it. Excellent. So, so special events. Uh, you must love to pl- throw parties, plan plan things like that. I do. I love to plan parties. So, and lunches. So, mm-hmm. we do employee appreciation lunches and company picnics and all managers meetings. And I'm also in charge of the uh, customer golf outing in Scottsdale, Arizona oh. that we do every year for our customer base. Um, and so, yeah, I love it. I Fun. love all of that. I know you threw a party once I don't remember who it was for but at the Civic you guys had dinner on the stage at Muncie Civic Theater Muncie Civic asked me I've done two events Mm -hmm. uh, for their fundraising efforts at Muncie Civic and I also last year did motivate our minds so I helped with their fundraising dinner that they had at Cornerstone and I'm now on the special events committee and the steering committee for St. Lawrence Church's 150th anniversary which is this year I I sang through Muncie Civic theater um the taffetas came and sang i think at one of the the 
dinners on stage that you did. So oh, I was yes, like, look, I know did. her. And it was you like did. right when I first like that's met right. you. Because yes. it was years ago. And that's when I first met you. Yeah. That's, that's right. I, we sang for all of you guys while that's we right. oh, were in rehearsals wonderful. and all that. It was fun. That so. was fun. That was fun. And I've got to know you through Brenda Williamson, I think, is our connection. Oh, our great well, friend, Brenda. She is Brenda. a great connector to, for everyone. I <laughs> yeah. think. But you've also bought uh, bought some of my photographs and things oh, like that. Oh, absolutely. I love your photography. Well, you are you. a fantastic. You're one fantastic. of my fans. Yes. Oh, I'm one of your biggest fans, actually. Yes, both of you. <laughs> I still say you have to have a radio show, but we'll talk about that. Well, we'll get there. That's right. yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there one day. You'll get there. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your family. My family. Well, Jake and I have been married this June. It will be 35 years. Ooh, okay. And he is retired now. He's been retired for three years. He's a little bit older than I am. Um, he's retired. A dentist. Oh, he was okay. a dentist in Dunkirk. And we met when I had a short stint uh, working for Dr. Tim Williams and Dr. Neil Lambert here in Muncie. Okay. So I worked for them for a short while. And so that was one of the benefits I took with me was grab me a a friend Snag of you. Dr. Lambert's. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Snagged you a dentist. So, so I get benefits everywhere Absol- I go. Yeah. And that was the benefit of working there. It, great catch. <laughs> and he had a son who lived with us, Jason Ludwig. And Jason has his master's degree from Ball State. And he is a supervisor in housing and residential life at Ball State. Oh, okay. And has been there for years. And he has a family, his wife, and they have three children. Um, so they live, all live here in Muncie and go to Ball State. The kids do. One graduated, and she's nursing in Indianapolis. Then nine years after we were married, I was blessed with a boy that I didn't think I'd ever get to mm-hmm. have, and he is he is something else. He is a chip off the old block. He, <laughs> you think I'm bubbly. He's bubbly on steroids. But he has his master's degree from Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University oh, okay. and also has his multi-engine pilot rating. So he is a pilot. Okay. But he currently works for Experimental Aircraft Association in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Experimental aircraft. That sounds like UFOs or something. No, no. It's just <laughs> no. a small aircraft. Oh, okay. So okay. Aviation. And so they fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake has been a pilot since he was 16. And so Kyle grew to love that. And um, so they, they've always enjoyed that hobby together. Fun. So well, that's a fun. cool hobby to have. So what organizations are you involved with nowadays? Well, currently I'm kind of winding down. So currently I'm involved with Altrusa and then things at the church. So that's basically all I'm involved in. I just stepped down off the board from the Downtown Development Partnership. Now you've got a party coming up for Altrusa, don't you? Yes. We do. <laughs> yes, Our we summer do. auction, we are underway, and she's on the committee with the two of us are on it together. So. We are. Yeah. She's going to make it amazing and make it look beautiful. We're going to try. It's going to be fun. It's We're even going to have a party where we uh, make crafts and stuff together, make the table <laughs> de- right. decorations, and maybe drink some wine in the process, That's right. right? Maybe a little bit of <laughs> wine in there, yeah. That'd be good. Well, like you said, you've uh, you've been in the business world since the, the 70s, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tell me about some of the changes you've seen over time. And I bring this up just because the other day somebody posted a, uh, a job posting on <gasps> Facebook, and it said, I'm looking for a secretary slash typist. And I was like, what is this, 1950s? Right. Is it Mad Men time? Like, this is 2000. But we don't use that word anymore, yeah. secretary. No, we don't. And secretary, we don't use anymore. And really, I think that's be- uh, that's good because yes. it's not just a typist. Yeah. Um, a lot. Of, I mean, in my job, particularly, I do a lot more things than just type a letter or type Mm -hmm. an email. So I think that that has kind of evolved. And well, just the equipment that we use and the the thing, how we get to the final product has changed Mm. so much than, you know, than when I was in the 70s. 
it's it's amazing. You oh, know, yeah. I remember the old days when you you know the little ticker tapes and and the, even the old computers. It was crazy. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. so. you you were probably there when they when they were first introduced into the workforce. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I was. Now I'm really telling my age. But yes, I was. Yes, I was. It's amazing to see. It's it and it's amazing when you like when Mr. Chambers travels. Now I can Google something if I need to mm-hmm. to find something. You have MapQuest. But there were times when I worked for Mr. Stanley that I would actually make notebooks that would have the map. You know oh, the yeah. maps of how how he'd get from point A to point B because we didn't have the iPhones that you could take to oh, get yeah. you directions and and all of that. So all of that has changed. Or you'd call the local chamber to find out the best restaurant mm-hmm. or where they should stay that was close enough. Now you can just Google all of that, That's and true. it's amazing what you can do now. That's. Yeah. I'm gonna say, what was your first computer that you came across? Like in back in the day in the workforce. No, in the in well, back when I was a kid, we had a Commodore sixty four. I'm gonna say that was my first but one as well. That's this, the first one I saw. That was this is one we bought like secondhand off of a friend who had had it for like ten years and then upgraded to like something new and oh, we got I, the old one. I was introduced to it in school, like uh, I think oh, I was in fourth grade. Yeah, like when we played like Oregon Trail and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, we would do that. But I remember, like, I've had jobs where we used typewriters and oh, I had to fax exactly. purchase orders to cl- to vendors and things like that. And that was not that long ago. Oh. And when the I, fax machine, oh that my. was just, it was like, oh my gosh. It was gosh, revolutionary. It was. Yes. It was unbelievable. <laughs> the electric typewriter was actually something. I, I mean, yeah. that, now I'm really dating myself. But in school, you know, that was all we had was man manual typewriter so. yeah i learned to That's type on a manual typewriter. did you have the white out or did you like do a strip thing white or? out and then if you wanted to make a copy then you had to have the carbon paper so if you oh, went yeah. two or three copies mm-hmm. you had this big thick then the copy paper oh carbon I, paper it, it i awful. love the way the carbon paper smells though i am a nerd <laughs> and i'm like i love it i think it smells so good it's kind of like an old book from the library yeah right? it is like you that go. it's good <laughs> tell me about your personal life what do you uh and, uh, and the husband like to do we fly. We like yes. to fly. Yes. So we'll fly to breakfast or we'll fly around the reservoir on a Saturday morning. We'll get up and fly. Do you have your own plane? Do you rent we a plane? Do. What, what? No, we have our own airplanes. Okay. So airplanes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Plural. Okay. He has a Piper Pacer. Okay. And uh, we also are in partnership with a little J3 Cub. And then Kyle has his own airplane. Yeah. His is more for distance flying. Ours is just kind of a little recreational airplane that we like to take out and jaunt, you know, out and about take a little ways. Now, you, do you so, do the fly-ins and things like that? We do do the okay. fly-ins, okay. yes. We love that. Enjoy <laughs> that. We always have. Go for the pancake breakfast and, yeah, okay. and all that yeah. good stuff. Oh, yes, it's a lot of fun. Do they still have so, one in Hagerstown? Is there a big They st- Oh, they have a huge one yeah, in Hagerstown. Yeah, they've got a big one there. Yes, yeah. and they also yeah. have a huge one on Labor Day weekend in um, Marion. Oh, at the really? Marion Airport, oh, yes. Okay. But you can also drive. They have, you know, the old cars mm-hmm. you can drive in or fly in. And, That's cool. And the school band prepares the breakfast and all of that and so everybody walks around looks at airplanes and cars and then fly home so so we enjoy that we love to travel we enjoy all of that love going out to dinner with friends so it's not unusual for us on saturday night to go out with different friends and just enjoy a meal together we enjoy that and fun you guys seem like fun upbeat happy people well we're blessed well good well what do you do to maintain a positive attitude Mm. Well, of course, my faith Mm -hmm. is a big part of that. And uh, I do a daily devotional every day. So now I've started one for the Lenten season by Henry Nguyen. 
And uh, so I love my daily reading and I love my church family and really a lot of positive energy I get even from work. Mm -hmm. Muncie Power is, you can't explain our culture. We've tried to wrap our heads Mm -hmm. around what makes Muncie Power click and be what it is and you can't explain it so we always say that mr schaefer's up in heaven sprinkling happy dust over everybody it's just an awesome place to work in a a great positive environment for everybody so i just how can i be unhappy i have a wonderful home life a wonderful you know church life wonderful work life i mean it's just yeah hard hard to get bummed out when when you've got a wonderful friends so it's just yeah what do you say to to folks that uh are are not so hip on Muncie. They like they talk down about it and things like that. You probably come across those people. What what do you do in that situation? We 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 have come across a lot of people mm-hmm. like that. And what we have found, even as a company, Muncie Power, is we found that a lot of our people that visit Muncie love Muncie more than our people that live here. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mr. Chambers, I'm excited to be part of this, but Mr. Chambers has had decided that our leadership group was going to learn the positive things about Muncie. He asked me to put together what I call the Magical Muncie History Tour. So every month we go to a different location in Muncie and learn something about it um, and the history of it, just to make us more aware that there is something more to Muncie than potholes. And it's really, it's really changed a lot of people's thinking about our town. And we do have an awful lot of things to be positive about. It's, it's insane, you know, about like the Neely House, mm-hmm. the new Neely House, oh, yeah. to know that Mr. Neely came here, mm-hmm. even brought the Ball Brothers here, and that's how it started. But they came back to want to make, share that history yeah. and embrace it and do something neat for downtown. Absolutely. So there's just so many positive things and people that are trying to make a good impact for our city that we really need to think of it in a different light than what a lot of people do yeah and you really don't have to look that hard to find good things good people the positive things that are happening here not at um, all tend to get overshadowed sometimes by some of the negative things and things like that and I wish our newspaper and our news would kind of embrace that as Mm -hmm. well some of the positive things so we could get because our outside people at the hotels Mm -hmm. when they come in they see the Muncie newspaper they you know and all if all they see is the negative they don't get to you know, we don't get to show it off. Right. Mm. And I think we really need, need to do more to show off our town. I think Muncie Journal's doing a, yep. a very a good job. A fantastic good job. job Thank that. heavens yep. for Muncie Journal. Absolutely. Yes. yes. They do a great job. Uh, now, we were talking before the podcast. Uh, you're a morning person like me. Am I, I am a morning person. I am not. I will say that for the record. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't need coffee to get me started. Oh, I have I'm, to I'm have okay. coffee and all of that. Is your husband a morning person too? Yes, okay. he is. Well, that makes it He is. That, good. that does help. Yes, yeah. that does help. Angie's about uh, two to three hours off of me. So yes. I'll get up. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for life. Matt jumps then, out of bed and is like, good morning, and is like ready to go. And I am like, please don't talk to me. Yeah. I have not had coffee. I just rolled out of bed. <laughs> Call me at like 10, and I'll be ready to That's talk right. to you. Yeah. And in fact, we have a, a rule here at the farmhouse. We, we try not to schedule any meetings before 10 o'clock. Whatever. That's good. <laughs> but four o'clock in Women the afternoon, rule. I am ready to, like, 
I'm ready to go and let's talk, yeah. let's make some decisions or whatever. And he's like, no, I am out. Let's we're, go. We're not involved in any any uh, morning meeting groups or anything like that. I go I've to, tried those before, but I do go to I go to Muncie on the Move, but it's every other month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all she can handle. And I would yeah. like it better if it was Muncie on the Move at lunchtime. That's but right. that's well, okay. Maybe you can get that changed. Yeah, I don't think they're going to change it just for me. So it seems to be working for him. Okay. <laughs> now, now we talked about you're in the twilight of your career. Yes. Meaning you've got what? What'd you say? Twelve to fourteen months. Fourteen. Left. Fourteen months. Almost fifteen. So, what would you tell a, a young person just getting into in, into a professional business setting? What, what's some advice you'd give them? Don't be afraid. I've always been a scaredy cat. I've always been afraid to think outside the box, go outside the box when I was younger. And it, it I always look back thinking, I wonder what it would have been if, had I gone outside the mm-hmm. box, had I done something different and not have been timid or afraid to try that. So I just say go. And if you fail, I mean, it's not open heart surgery. You know, it's not brain surgery, not rocket science. Just try it and if it works, great. If it doesn't, try something else. Excellent. But don't be afraid. And I was telling Liz before that uh, that I was uh, a little timid in my mm-hmm. you know late twenties, early thirties, right? and just watching these uh, uh, other professionals and how much of a facade there is. Right. Because you think they have everything together. Like, oh, yeah. oh, look at them. They, their life is together. They know exactly what they're doing. And no, they don't. And you talk to them for ten minutes and boom it's like oh they don't know anything either this is amazing so yeah we're all in the same boat we're learning and growing every day even at my old age you learn and grow every day so yeah very good tell me something that's on your bucket list something you want to do that you haven't done yet uh going to hawaii that is one of them and that's we've been tossing that around when exactly we do that but travel is probably one of those things Mm -hmm. we're planning a trip in august uh, after I retire, we're planning an extended trip in Europe. We're going to Austria, Switzerland, uh, the Passion Play in Obermergau, oh, okay. and Munich, Germany, with some friends. And so we're nice. excited about that. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's exciting trip. Um, but Hawaii has always been something Jake has always wanted mm-hmm. to do. And so we've, we're going to. Hawaii is awesome. Matt and I got married there uh, on Kauai, which is one of the smaller garden islands. Um, We got married there on 10-10-10, so Matt can't forget our anniversary. Um, So October 10th, 2010, and we ditched everybody, left the kids and the family and everybody, and just the two of us, we went and got married on a beach. And it was fabulous. So definitely, I I second, go to Hawaii. Highly recommend. It's beautiful. It's lovely. So really don't have a whole lot because we just try to do things as we want to do them i again there again i've been blessed that we have the finances and and um the time Mm -hmm. that we we if we really want to do something that's kind of a priority and so we set aside funds and we try to make that happen so we're not waiting for retirement Mm -hmm. or something because some of us don't have the luxury of getting there so we've just tried to do things along the way that we want to do Excellent. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse and Absolutely. gone boss today. Well, thanks It's for always so fun me. to have people come visit us. Yeah, I'm just glad to be here. Loved every minute. So how did we meet? Well, way back in 2006... Way back. Way back. I mean, that now that's 13 years ago. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah, it is. Uh, so we met online. <gasps> I know. Scandalous. This was back before online dating was like really a popular thing. Like now it's not a big deal. But back then it was still kind of like, uh, yeah. 
you might get murdered or not. Plat- you never know. What platform did we use? We met on Yahoo Personals, which does not exist anymore. Right. They were eaten up by Match.com. Match.com. But this was a long time ago. Um, it was right after I had gotten divorced, and you'd been divorced for a year or so or yeah. whatever. Um, I had just moved back to Indiana, was looking for not necessarily the next big love of my life or anything, although that would be fine too, but I just... All my friends were married and having kids and in that stage of life. So I was like the third wheel everywhere I went. So I just wanted somebody to go like hang out and go to the movies with and stuff like that. So somehow she comes across me and she she messaged me. I did. I reached out to Matt first. Holy cow. I know. And I thought that was pretty cool because I was about ready to give up on on Yahoo Personals. Uh, I I was not getting any traction. I only, let's see, I did the three-month deal. So I paid for three months. So it was coming on the end of your three months. Right out in the tail end. I like right. had two weeks to go. Right, because we met like the last part of June or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I I found Matt and I messaged him like, hey, how you doing? And then we chatted via... Instant Messenger. AOL Instant yes. Messenger. Oh, Which so cool. does still probably exist, I'm sure, but I don't... I don't think don't, it does. does it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure. Anyway, so we chatted on AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah. Um, I asked him, so where are you from? Because I was living in Anderson at the time. Um, so where are you from? And he says, farmland. And I wrote back, typed back, ha, 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 where are you from, really? And he's like, no, I'm really from a town called Farmland. Here's a map. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry about being a jerk about your town because I'd never heard of it. <laughs> and now I live there. So funny. so we w- w- went out on uh, a date. Yes. We met up actually for coffee. Unbeknownst to you, but mm-hmm. at the time, I had developed a uh, a system. Matt of Howe's dating. three rules of dating. Three rules of dating. So here's how it went. Okay. First thing is three forms of communication. Okay. So, uh, of course, there, there's through that um, Yahoo personal right. app, there's the AOL, Instant, Instant Messenger. Messenger, there's texting, and there's, you know, talking on, on the, the phone. phone. So do they do they sound pleasant enough to go uh, have coffee with? Is, okay. is what you're can they speak in like sentences? Are they intelligent enough for you? That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, because so, there's some on there that are oh, not. Yeah, yeah there's some I real seen winners this. Out there. <laughs> so, uh, so the the next stage or phase two is the uh, three dates. Okay. Three dates. Number one date is to go to coffee, mm-hmm. one hour only. And to see if you can get through having coffee with somebody, have a conversation, keep it going for one hour only, and then break it away and you're done. Okay. Number two is uh, if they make it past coffee, like they're interesting enough to go to dinner with. Okay. So now you got an hour and a half, two hours to have a conversation with. You know, do they eat weird? Right. Uh, do they do they gnaw on things like a caveman? Do they exactly. chew with their mouth open? Those kinds of things. Are, are they going to be Are uh, they an okay, okay dinner companion? In the future. So... That's the second date. And then the third date is a movie. Now, the movie is probably the most important part because <laughs> if you're a person like me who like... And not talk. Not watch it talking, in silence. Watch it in silence. And the other person does that and they're not like our friend Molly who oh my gosh. talks talks, talks and talks and talks. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you have to... And make sure they don't eat, like, eat the popcorn weird or hog the popcorn or exactly, whatever. Yeah. Like, got to make sure you're compatible that way, too. We went to Starbucks first. And I broke my first rule, we, which was yes. instead of just one hour, we had a four-hour four coffee date. So, yes. Well, it we spent like an hour and a half or two hours at Starbucks in Anderson talking, and we really hit it off uh, and all of that. So then Matt's like, hey, what about Hoosier Park? And this was 
was back in 2006. Yeah. It was when it was only the horse track. There, the casino, no casino part wasn't there yet. It was only the horse track. He's like, do you want to go over there? So we went over there. I'm pretty. Did you drive me over there in your car? I did. I could have gotten were, murdered into pieces. You had that giant car. You oh, were borrowing for somebody. Because, <laughs> yes. again, she just came back from uh, California. Just came back from California. Trying to put my life back together. Didn't have a car of my own. I had this big-ass Buick I was borrowing <laughs> from a friend. And so, yes, you took me <laughs> Over yes, there. We, we went over there. We spent another hour and a half or something yeah. like that. Over we bet there. on a couple of races or whatever. And then I was lucky enough to get the second date, which was dinner. And mm-hmm. uh, I had a I had a great trade deal with uh, one of the fancy restaurants yeah. here in Muncie. So we went out there. You had uh, what? Uh, I'm sure I had steak. Banana. Banana flambe. Flambe. Yes. And so yeah, they, they lit the bananas on fire and sprinkled cinnamon in it. And so I really wowed her on that. And then Aww. finally we went to a movie and the yes. movie was horrible. It was terrible. It terrible, was the terrible. worst movie I've probably ever seen. Now, I'm sure lots of people think this movie was funny. But for it, two, it was billed as being funny. It was billed as Vince a romantic Vaughn comedy. And Jennifer uh, Aniston. Jen, I'm thinking, oh, comedy, gold, magic, this is going to be, be fun. Great. What was it called? It was called The Breakup. The Breakup. Yeah. So for two people, one of whom was very recently divorced, <laughs> uh, and Matt, who was still fairly, re- you know, a little, a year, a year out or so. Yeah. Uh, so to watch a movie with in a movie theater with another person who's gone through all, like, had those same arguments, had all that same drama and everything else, like, to watch and that, breaking and up they're on, breaking up oh. on screen for your third date, it's like, what in the world is this? But we lucked out that we both thought that movie was terrible, and we yes. both hated it. So we bonded over that, uh, and I'm pretty sure we've hated every Jennifer Aniston movie after that, <laughs> because we just are jaded and bitter towards that stupid movie that we don't like. True that. <laughs> so, anyway. But it worked out, because... Yes. Here we are. And so you made it past the, the three days. I'm so glad I made it past your rigorous scrutiny. I even scrutiny. broke the rules along the way, but it but it worked out pretty well because we've been together ever since then. I know. This summer will be 13 years. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GonBoss.com or hashtag GonBoss. We're on Instagram at GonBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching GonBoss. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great rest of your day and don't forget to tune in next week to find out who has Gone Gone Boss.